Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Friends with Books. I am one of your FWBs, your favorite FWB, your most loved, your MVP. Read reviews by Jess or just Jess. (laughs) I'll let her have that as a Christmas present. (laughs) I am your other FWB, just pretty average over here, (laughs) booked with Emily or just M. We are excited to be here. We haven't talked in what feels like forever, honestly. The holidays really put some space and time and distance between us. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't love that, but I think we both had a really busy um holiday week. We are honestly, this is driving me crazy, <laughs> but we've gotten into this routine where we are recording on Wednesday and publishing <laughs> the episode on Thursday, which for me is very anxiety inducing because I would like to have all of our episodes for the year done. Yeah already well this will be this is the last episode of the year so but okay for 2023 no i mean that makes sense because jess also edits the episodes um and so she really has like a really quick turnaround like we finish and she has to edit this because it goes out tomorrow at 6 a.m so i understand totally i think like she said though this week has just been so busy between family being in town and having to go 20 different places so you don't piss anyone off and just now <laughs> the sickness has struck my household too my husband he's off work today he's not feeling great i'm starting to feel achy so i Gosh. don't know i know i know but with all of that said we're coming through we're getting it done yes. emily and i are both off work this week so the goal is that we will maybe be able to record a couple episodes in advance so that way we won't have to be as quick with our turnaround times but i think coming out of the holiday season will also help so yeah um, i think I'm just too wants to record three episodes today just because she's missed me and she wants to stay on and talk to me and see my face so I no. think that's really what it is. <laughs> no, that's totally true. I think I yeah, this is we've still talked every day. Emily and I do a really good job of talking at least every day, whether it's like a text or a FaceTime or whatever. Um, yeah. And we've kept it up, but it definitely has not. We have not been in constant communication like we usually are. So definitely much needed bestie time true. happening right now. For sure. I feel like my day is off. The one day I literally told Tim, I was like, Jess has to text me back in like five hours. I texted her 10 times. Like, <laughs> I, w- I was about to text Devin and be like, Devin, like, is Jess mad at me? Is she okay? <laughs> Meanwhile, you were just sleeping. You were like, Jess was asleep. <laughs> I just, I have like abandonment issues. No idea why at all. But like, I have a fear that Jess is just going to be like, fuck this friendship. See ya. (laughs) I would never do that. I just took a nap by the fireplace and then I woke up from the nap and went to bed. (laughs) And I was, I was feeling abandoned, but it's fine. It's, we're here, like she said, bestie time and we're excited because this week's episode we are talking about our anticipated reads for 2023 so books that might already be out that we just didn't get to this year and books that are coming out in 2023 that we're really looking forward to so i'm excited it's kind of overwhelming jess and i were talking about it and we're like why like there's so many books i want to read like what the hell (laughs) 
Yeah, there's so many and like they just continuously pop up like yeah. every day, whether I'm on Bookstagram or on TikTok or bar- at Barnes and Noble. It's like I f- discover a new book and I'm like, that's all I want to read now. But I think it's been a real struggle for both Emily and I the past couple weeks because when she was here, we created our book ornaments. And if you don't know what that is, it's essentially you do like mini books of all of the books that you've read for the year and you put them in like a glass ornament or a plastic ornament. Um, and it's just kind of like a keepsake to remember what you've read and to culminate our reads for the year. We printed out some books, um, that we wanted to read through the rest of the year. And it's been really limiting for us as mood readers because we only have what, like five or six books that we printed out to to put in our ornament. Yeah. And if we don't have a mini book for it, we are not allowed to read it. So it's been really struggling. It's been really <laughs> stressful. But I will say, so I I did print a little mini book we both did for um, Before I Let Go by Kennedy Ryan. And if you follow our bookstagram or even our uh, podcast Instagram, I did post that I just started reading this one and it is so phenomenal already, and I have a little book for that, so I'm really excited that I get to put that in the ornament. Yeah. Yeah, I've debated a couple times, like, should I just go and print out some more books? Right? Or, Can I just but print one? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to stick to my guns, and so far, I feel like I've done a good job, which is really hard for us as mood readers to, to yeah. stick to anything, so. Yeah, I'm proud but, of us. I'm stressed for us, but... Whatever. I'm proud of us too. Three days left yeah. of the year, we can do it. Well, yeah, maybe. Can we? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. We'll see. I literally was in the car yesterday, and I was like, because I had to. We were driving home from a friend's house, and they live at like an hour away, so we had a bit of a drive, and it was late. And I was like, I'm going to download an audio book and listen to that. But then I was like, No. <laughs> I don't have a mini book for it, but if I start it and don't finish it until the new year. <laughs> yeah, a little, I don't know, a little cheat there. Or like even, yeah. I'll just read it, but then nor- not mark it read until 2023. <laughs> until the new like, year. it's fine. <laughs> I'll just leave the last page until the new yeah, year. We really no. screwed ourselves. <laughs> Whatever. I agree. It was a cute activity, though. We'll have to post it on our story so people can see what, what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, we'll post a picture of our ornaments because they are so cute and they were a lot of fun just just got a little frazzled (laughs) making them at one point i'm just as you guys know i like my monologues i'm just talking away talking away and i look at jess and she literally just looks like she's ready to off herself and i'm like should i should i just stop talking I was stressed. I'm trying to match these books together. It was a hard time, but we did it and I would do it again. Um, so I'm excited. We'll have to, my, my goal is that that's our new tradition and that Emily will come every week and spend a Christmas with me, which will, well, not every week, every year. I was like, oh, this is ambitious. Every year and spend a Christmas weekend with me and we'll just do our book ornaments and she'll make me watch shit movies and it'll be fine. Okay. Agree to disagree. But I'll be there. I'll be there and we'll watch really good movies. I'll make you watch Family Stone every year. That'll be tradition. Um, All right. That'll be your Christmas gift every year. But today we are taking... 
a BuzzFeed quiz, and I feel like it's been quite some time since we've taken a BuzzFeed quiz, so I'm excited to get back to our roots, baby. I am too, and I think this one is honestly perfect. So this one is, if you need something new to read, then take this quick quiz. If you need something new to read, allow us to recommend a book that came out this year. So since we're talking about anticipated reads and new books to us, I think this is a really good one that Jess picked. Yeah, and I think I'm challenging Emily to whatever book that we each get from this BuzzFeed quiz. If we haven't already read it, then we will add it to our TBR for 2023. Oh, gosh. Okay. Do you accept this challenge? I accept this challenge. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. Let's jump in here. Choose an autumn activity. Camping, hiking, crafts, or cooking. Ooh, specifically for autumn, too. Yeah. Um, you know, I will do, I'm going to do cooking. I like cooking in the autumn, like soups and just like chilies yeah. and very like filling meals. So I'll do cooking. Yeah, I am also going to do cooking because I, I really don't do any of the other three things. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll do an occasional craft, but I'd rather not. As you could tell from the book ornaments, I get very stressed. Um, <laughs> so, so we're both doing cooking. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pick a cozy fall beverage. Hot cocoa, a latte, cider, or tea? Ooh, I'm going to go with a latte. Yeah, yeah, that's my go-to answer, but I'll pick something different so we don't do all the same answers, I guess. You're a hot cocoa girl. Oh, but this this, is fall. I don't know why this quiz is fall-themed, but here we are. Yeah, you know what? I'll pick cider because I like apple cider a lot, and that's folly, so Mm -hmm. I'll do do cider. Okay. Choose a blanket to snuggle up with. We've got, like, a chunky knit one, one that looks like a sweater, one that's fluffy and one that it looks just like a regular blanket. Yeah, there's no descriptions, but I think you did a good yeah. job. Okay, orange, yellow, white, or blue? I'm going to go – you're probably going to be mad because you're probably going to want this one, but I'm going to go with the chunky knit orange one because that looks so cozy. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, I'm going to do the white fluffy one because I feel like I have a blanket like this and it's quite nice. Okay. So I'm not that mad. Now I want to cuddle up with a blanket because those all look so cozy and just take a nap. Um, Okay. I think that sounds perfect. After this episode. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pick a home aesthetic. Clean and minimal, warm and inviting, earthy and open, or woodsy and quaint. Hmm. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with earthy and open. Okay. I think that sounds nice. Some plants in there, not a lot of clutter. That sounds like my vibe. I'm torn between clean and minimal and warm and inviting. And honestly, woodsy and quaint. Tim would love woodsy and quaint. If you're looking at this picture, it's like a cabin and it is beautiful, but that's like more vacation home for me, not an everyday home. Um, I'm going to go with warm and inviting. The picture is a little cluttered for me, but I would I would want to mix between clean and minimal and warm and inviting. Like I want it to be right. clean, but also feel warm and cozy. So I want it to be clean, minimal, warm and inviting. 
<laughs> I'll let you know if I ever master that. Um, I'm going to do warm and inviting. Warm and inviting. That's perfect. Okay. Finally, choose a book genre. Nonfiction, graphic novel, thriller slash mystery, literary fiction, romance, contempt fiction, or fantasy. Um. My go to romance. Well, I was going to say that's my go to, but I'm more into fantasy than you are. So I'll go fantasy. I'll go fantasy. I'm going to go romance. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What did you get? I got Thank You for Listening by Julia Whelan. Ooh. Um, Okay. That's the, she's like a very popular audiobook narrator. Yeah. Um, And this book is about that, I think. So the, it says, I love Whelan's audiobook narration so much. It's always perfect, stunning, no notes. So when I learned of her latest novel, I knew I had to read it immediately. And I was not disappointed. Her contemporary romance has the perfect balance of swooniness and heart. Sawani Chester has made a career being an audiobook narrator, which allows her to take care of her ailing grandmother. The one genre Swanee doesn't touch, romance. So when news arrives in Swanee's inbox that the late June French, a world-renowned romance writer, wants her and Brock McKnight, the romance industry's beloved mystery voice, to team up on her final novel, it's an offer she can't refuse, mainly because it pays a lot. Enough for her to dredge up her old pseudonym, and from behind their screens, Swanee and Brock begin to forge an emotional connection. But when reality comes crashing down, Swanee must decide if she's really ready to go after what she wants. That was... Sounds good. Yeah, that was a lot. Uh I actually really like her as a narrator, though. A lot of the books that I choose to listen on audio, I, like, will specifically look for her because I like her voice. She doesn't annoy me. Um, I think she just um, did all the audio books for Taylor Jenkins Reid's Contemporary Romances. So, like, after I do One True Loves and stuff. Maybe I'm making that up, but I'm pretty sure. She's pretty big in in the narration market so that could be true um but i've seen a lot of good stuff about that book actually on bookstra a lot of people have talked about it i added it to my list yeah it is oh no yeah it is new they are narrated by her so is carrie soto yeah she was also daisy jones in the six she was in i don't know who she was um i no, she wasn't daisy i think she was the interviewer i think she was one that was like asking the questions um okay what did you get I got An Arrow to the Moon by Emily X.R. Pan. I've, I've never heard of this, so let's read it. Pan's highly anticipated sophomore novel is a spectacular modern take on Chinese mythology meets Romeo and Juliet. Told in multiple point of views, this novel has two star players, Hunter Yi and Luna Chang, whose families strongly dislike each other. But Luna and Hunter are drawn to each other in a mysterious, almost magical way. Even more mysterious and magical is a strange crack spreading throughout their town of Fairbridge, and both Luna and Hunter must navigate family secrets before everything falls apart. Ooh. I'm adding it to my list. 
I added it to my list. I think that's very out of your comfort zone. It is, for sure. But it sounds interesting. <laughs> I could see the families disliking each other, very Romeo and Juliet. So. Yeah. And it's a sophomore novel, so she must be kind of a new author, maybe, if she just had a debut. So I'm excited. I'm adding it to my Goodreads. Okay. So we'll see if we actually read these in 2023. I think we can do it. We can at least try them and DNF them if they are not for us. But yeah. I am excited for Emily's. I'll read them. I'll read it with you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of – I just added it to Goodreads and the reviews are so, so – we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to give it a fair shot. Okay. I'm going to give it a fair <laughs> shot. But with that being said, I think that we should just maybe jump into – Books that are already out that we're excited to read in 2023, we can start from there because I have yeah. quite a few I wanted to squeeze in before the end of the year and there was just literally no possible way. I know. We didn't have a mini book for it. So so I literally could not do it. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> okay. Do you want to start us off? I'll give you the honors. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's so nice. Um, You're welcome. So one of the first ones that come to mind that I really wanted to read before the end of the year, but didn't have a book for it. That's a lot. I did have a mini <laughs> book for it, but I just, I, I knew I couldn't do it, was Daisy Hates, um, The Great Undoing. Oh. I really wanted to get to that one. So for those of you who don't know, Jess and I read Magnolia Park's um, Universe yes. earlier this year, and Daisy Hates Two just came out. Um, I think in the middle of the month, like a week or so ago. Yeah. Um, and they're big books. They're really, really big books. And another reason that I put it off too is because I really felt like it was going to give me a book hangover. Like I feel like I probably would have finished it and not want, not wanted to read anything else for the rest of the year, just because I know it's going to be that good. Um, so I'm really excited to, to read that. I, I'm probably going to prioritize that in January, hopefully. Um, I just ordered the book. You better. Yeah. I, I'm kind of afraid to read it truly because there are so many books I want to read. And Magnolia Parks did that to me. I finished the three books and I literally was like, I can't read anything else. Like I just was in such a book hangover. So I think when I'm so excited to read a book, I just put them off. Like I, I've done that with several books now. <laughs> No, I get that. I read, I freaking did some things that I'm not <laughs> proud of to be, <laughs> just kidding, to be able to read Daisy Hates because it, there was some issues with it publishing on Amazon in the US. So I had to like change my Kindle settings <laughs> to pretend I was in the UK and buy the book and download it. And I also had pre-ordered the book from Book Depository, but it was shipping from like the UK or Australia or something. So it took some time to get here, but I did get it. But honestly, I will say two things, Em. Okay. One, it's not as long as the other ones, I don't think. Like I think it's only 380 pages or something. Oh, wow. Okay. And then... Two, I think, though, this it's so good. I loved it. I think Daisy and Christian and Julian, I love them a little bit more than Magnolia <laughs> and BJ, which might be controversial. But I think because you read all three books back to back, Daisy, Magnolia, and then Magnolia again, yeah. or vice versa, whatever, I think you will have an easier time not having a book hangover. Okay, that's fair. That makes me feel hopeful. I really liked um, Daisy Hates 1. 
I really liked it. I yeah. I actually was afraid I wasn't going to like it because it was Magnolia Parks, then Daisy Hates, and then Magnolia Parks again. And if you don't know, these books focus – it's all the same universe, but Magnolia Parks focuses on one couple. Daisy Hates <laughs> Daisy focuses on another. <laughs> and so I was really bummed. I was like, I don't want to read Daisy Hates. I want to read about Magnolia and BJ. Ended up loving them. So high on my yeah. want to read list in 2023. We keep saying this, but we're going to do a whole episode, um, bo- probably a bonus episode yeah. um, surrounding Magnolia Parks because we loved it so much um, and want everyone to read it with us. So stay tuned for that in the new year. But my book that I have on my list that's already out is the Kill Switch series by Penelope Douglas. Mm. And that is like corrupt and i don't know their other ones oh i'm sorry it's the devil's night series oh. by penelope douglas and one of the books is called kill switch um but the first book is corrupt the second book is hideaway the third book is kill switch and then 3.5 is conclate oh my god there's so many books in this series <laughs> i didn't know that i at least want to read corrupt <laughs> I think that's a good start small. Start small. Yeah. I'm going to say Corrupt by Penelope Douglas, which is part of the Kill Switch series. I think that's a good one for you because I definitely think it's darker, like a darker romance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't know if it would be for me. I really enjoyed dark romance this year, which I didn't think I would. But um, Haunting Adeline, I loved. So I'm excited to kind of get into the, the these books. And for all of these books that I'm going to mention, I'm not going to be able to talk about them a lot because I go into every book I read blind. So like, could I tell you what this is about? No. <laughs> um, but the vibes are skulls and dark. So... <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally fair. I'm the complete opposite. I rarely go into a book blind. If you've been listening since the beginning, you probably think I'm – there's something a little touched in my head where I get anxiety <laughs> if I don't know, like, how a book's going to end or what it's – what's going to happen or how it's going to unfold. So I at least need to know the plot before I dive into a book. So I can talk a little bit about them. Um but the next one on my list that is out is Zodiac Academy 7 and 8. I need to read both of those. But when I say these books are massive, I mean 1,200 pages long. And again, I read books one through six, binged them back in April, and I didn't read a book like for weeks afterwards just because I, I couldn't find another book that I wanted to read. And so I really didn't want to end the year that way. <laughs> and so yeah. I've been putting those ones off too. I think I've been putting them off because I'm just so excited to read them. Like I know that might not make sense, but like I just I can't bring myself to read them because I'm just so excited. So yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> and it's like the end of the series. And I mean, there will be one more book, but still, like, that's it. But I also have the rest of the Zodiac Academy series on my list. If you listen to our um, top books episode, you know that I only have read so far books one through three. So I've got four through, well, nine it'll be to read in 2023. Who knows if I'll get to them. You also know that I am kind of bad with series. Um, so we'll see how far I get. But I did really enjoy the Zodiac Academy series for what I read. Yeah, they're good. You need to finish them. I will. I will. I promise. I will. Um, okay. I am on here also. This was a recommendation from Emily, but it's, um, I don't know what the series name is. Knotted, Buckled, and Booted. 
Do you know what the series name is? I don't know what the series name is by Pam Godwin, though. Um, yeah. Those are really... really oh, okay. Cool. It's called the Trails of Sin series. And Emily knows what this is about. All I know is that it involves some cowboys. Um, but some it's three books. Some kinky cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have been on a cowboy kick for quite some time. Um, so I'm excited to read these three books. And these are like the series like this where it's just like three books. Are these interconnected? Yeah. Yep. So you yeah. could read them as standalones, um, but they're inter- – so I think that the, the – two of them are brothers and the other one's like a longtime family friend. So they okay. all surround like the same ranch and everything like that. Okay. I'm excited for that one. I, I think that's one of the ones I really wanted to start in December. But again, with the damn mini books, I did not have one. So I think I'll probably kick off with that one in January. I'm excited. Um. Okay. Moving on, so I'm going to do two together. So, like I just mentioned, I like fantasy books. Um, I started with Akatar, That was my first fantasy series. Went into Crescent City, and then I read um, some of the From Blood and Ash. I, I don't really like that series, but I, I dabbled with that. And then Zodiac Academy. And I've really been wanting to find another fantasy series that just kind of, like, puts me in a chokehold. And I just saw this book on TikTok. It's called The Serpent and the Wings of Midnight by Carissa Broadbent. I actually have no idea what this is about, but the reviews are good <laughs> for it. And people on TikTok were saying that, like, since Akatar, this is like the first fantasy series that has made them feel kind of like obsessed. So, mm. super exci- It's out now. Um, it's in my Amazon cart. So, I'm going to order it soon. It's actually on sale. I should do that now. And then uh, the Throne of Glass series, I want to read too in the coming year. That series is out. That series is finished. I believe it's finished. I believe that's the only series that Sarah has out right now that is like Akatar is still, that's not finished in Crescent City. It's still, yeah. So I'm excited to read Throne of Glass too. All of the books are getting new covers. So I would have started this if not for Jess, but Jess has been telling me to hold off until I can get the books with the new covers because it's definitely an upgrade. So I'm excited for those two uh, fantasy books in the new year. I I don't know when I'm going to read Throne of Glass because it is, I think, eight books. And I know that if I started, I'll binge it because that's how I am with series. So I need to find a time where I can like really like dedicate my time to it. So we'll see. Yeah, I think the plan was for Emily and I to read that book together, but I told her we literally cannot. It'll be terrible for our relationship (laughs) (laughs) because she reads series like a crackhead and I like can't keep up. So um, we're going to read it separately, but I would also like to start that in 2023. But I have to finish. I don't have to, but I would like to finish Akatar. I still have the fifth book to read, and then I would like to read um, the two Crescent City books as well before I get to Throne of Glass. So um, I'm going to let Emily go ahead and crush it without me because Lord knows she will. (laughs) I'm really, really afraid to start that series because I think it's, again, going to just like ruin my life. But I'm excited for that one for sure for 2023. I probably will. I am looking for... um, a book that I saw on TikTok that people also said gave them like strong Akatar vibes, like the Ooh. or like the same feeling that they got from Akatar. So I'm trying to find that for you because I know I bookmarked it. Yeah, definitely find that. While you're looking for that, I'll shout out another one. Um, 
Daphne Perry is a new to us author this year that we've kind of just become like completely obsessed with in an unhealthy way. Um, so I want to read everything. I want to read every single one of her backlist books yeah. in 2023, but specifically Lark Cove series. Um, yeah. So all, I don't even know what they're about at all. No idea <laughs> what, what it's about. I found the book. It's called Daughter of No Worlds, and it's also by Carissa Broadbent. Oh, so maybe it's just the author just gives the same vibe. Maybe I wonder if she's the one making the TikTok saying that all of these guitar <laughs> <laughs> vibes. Yeah, right? Because I've never heard of these before ever. <laughs> Wait, what was I mean, it called? I mean, they both have pretty good reviews. Daughter of No Worlds. Okay. I don't think anything <laughs> will ever compare to Akatar. I really don't. Like, I just, I can't imagine ever getting the, oh my God, my nipples are hard again. <laughs> oh my God. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. I just derailed us a little bit, That's but okay. I, like Emily, I also have all of Demly, 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 <laughs> Demly Perry. <laughs> no, I also have all of Demly Perry's backlist on my, um, on my want to read for 2023 and i think that a large part of my january february and march will be dedicated to getting through her backlist um i love the montana vibes i know it's good she's got um several series out there so we both have read the eden series she's also got a series um called calamity montana mm-hmm. um which is technically her writing as her pen name will and ash um and then under Daphne perry she's got the clifton forge series which is like a montana biker gang i don't know if it's actually a gang but um want to read that one want to read the runaway series want to read lark cove um want to read the mason jar series <laughs> jameson valley so i think our uh, our bookstagrams are going to become a Debney perry fan page is what i'm hearing no yeah and i think she's actually really interesting because all of her books do take place in montana and that gives me nicholas sparks vibes and how every book of his takes place in north carolina because that's where he's Ooh. from and so i think though it's really neat that Debney does this because the way she talks about it it's not like she's a guest to montana like that's her home that's where she lives and like yeah. if you follow her on instagram Instagram, she posts just these beautiful mountains and I, I, I don't know if it's her house. I want to build a house on her property if that's the <laughs> case. But I think it's so interesting because yeah. from series to series and book to book, whether it's like, you know, about different people completely, like you're already kind of in that Montana, like, I don't know, like you feel like you've been there already. Like it's almost like home to you. Like you're going back home to Montana to visit. So I, I love that. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to convince Emily to book a trip to Montana with me in 2023, but um, she like won't give me a, a yes or no answer. I that's not true, guys. That's not true. She's not trying to convince <laughs> me. She's like, let's go to Montana, and I'm like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> no, every time I say, every time I say we should go to Montana, she goes. Tim really wants to go to Wyoming. He does, but guess what? <laughs> Wyoming's right next to Montana. So Tim would, Tim would settle for big sky too. Listen, you don't have to okay. do, do any convincing for me. I will be on the next flight out to Montana. Maybe not right now because it's like really cold, but I will be on the next flight out in the summer months to Montana. Like sign okay. me up. 
You heard it here first. <laughs> Emily and I are taking our husbands and we're going to Montana in 2023. It's happening. Daphne, um, keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, Daphne, do you want to go to dinner with us? Thank you. Um, I, I also just while we're on the topic of backlogs um, and Daphne, not on Daphne, but backlog specifically, <laughs> I've been working my way through Tessa Bailey's backlog yeah. um, and she has a ton of books. If you're not familiar, I feel like most people know her from it happened one summer um and maybe have read um that series and then are super excited for her upcoming releases in 2023 which we'll talk about in a little bit but she has a ton of books on her backlog um i have read like the fix her up series or that's not what it's called that's one of the Guys, books yeah. let me just say this <laughs> My brain is not happening today. Like, my brain just said, it's fine, girl. We'll try again tomorrow. And unfortunately, we have to get this podcast done today. We do. She literally texted me right before we joined, like, this, like, podcast session and was like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) So I'm in vacation mode, but it's fine. Um, I'm doing my best. But Tessa Bailey has so many books. I recently read Getaway Girl, which is... Um, one of her books. Um, <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> Anyways, surprise, everybody. Should we tell them the surprise? Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, Tessa Bailey is coming to our podcast. Tessa Bailey's coming to the podcast in January. Well, she actually already came to the podcast, you guys. We recorded with her last Um, week or two weeks ago. I, guys, don't expect a lot of me in this episode because I sat there fucking <laughs> starstruck. Like, I didn't know what to say to her. I literally just would, like, say things. And I'm like, yeah, like, I love I love your books. Like, I, I love them. <laughs> Jess really, thank God, or else Tessa probably would have been like, my computer's dead and just, like, got off. Like, it, it was really Dying. embarrassing. But no, it was she great. She did better than she thought she did, but there were a couple times I looked at her and I was like, is she okay? <laughs> I need to pull my shit together for candy because, like, I was so starstruck. Well, let me just – okay, we're off topic, but let me just say real quick. So Jess and I got on a half hour early to prepare for Tesla coming on just to, like, really, like, make ourselves more nervous and, like, continue talking about it. And our computers decide to act janky as hell. Like, I was freezing. Jess was freezing. So we tested the internet. Everything was fine. And Jess – Literally at like 10.58, the episode starts at 11. Jess is like, I'm going to like shut my computer down real quick. Just like restart it. And like, I'll be back. And I'm like, Jess, don't. It was 10. It was 10.54. I literally was like, Jess, don't you. Gone. She's gone. You know who pops up as soon as she disappears? Tessa fucking Bailey. It's just me and Tessa. And she's asking me questions like, do you know how to get the camera on? And I'm like, that motherfucker, Jess. Like, I. (laughs) I just. I thought that. Yeah, I thought she would be like, we think Tessa's a celebrity. She Tessa is. doesn't think of herself that way. She <laughs> no. is a celebrity. And so I was like, okay, like, I'm expecting her to be like 10, 15 minutes late. No, this bitch was two minutes early. So Tessa pops on at 10.58. I popped off at 10.56. And Emily's texting me like, she's here! <laughs> Well, meanwhile, too, before (laughs) Tessa even got on, I'm like, Jess, it's going to be fine. Like, it's like, don't even like stress about it. Like, I was panicking more than you were. And then Tessa gets on and I'm like a deer in headlights. Like, I don't know how to form words. I don't know how to talk to her. Like, I literally like 
So just don't expect a lot out of me, okay? But either way, it's going to be a great episode. I'm really excited. And, and she's so, so nice. And she she gives us a little info, I think a little. Oh my gosh. She serves some tea with a couple of things. So I'm excited. Yeah, I, I think Emily and I were so nervous. Like, we didn't even think she would say yes to coming on the podcast. No. But she was so easy. She was like, yeah, sure, I'd love to. And she came on and she was like so easy to talk so to. Easy. She was so funny. She was so kind. So we adored her. And I, I mean, I was a huge fan before, but like just being able to talk to her and chat with her, like a friend, yeah. like was so nice. And I will now be the biggest Tessa Bailey fan for yeah. the rest of my days. For sure. No, she's great. So long story short, Jess is reading her backlist <laughs> in 2023. And she's also coming on. Well, she already did, but. An episode will be airing in January, and Tessa Bailey is going to be a guest. So, very exciting stuff yeah. happening in 23. Okay. Give us your next book, Em. Um, those are all of the books I have on my list that are already out. So, the next books I have are just releases that come out in 23. So, if you have any more that are already out, you take okay. it from here. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple more on my list. So one that I've been dying to read is Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter Kirkle. And that's the same author of Accidentally Amy, Mm. which Emily and I both read this year and really enjoyed it. Um, And I have seen nothing but like rave reviews over this book. I think it's like a YA romance, which um, I'm not super used to, but I'm going to read it because I've heard it's so good and swoony and that I will love it. So I'm excited for that one. Um, I am also have been really wanting to read Promises and Pomegranates by Savar Miller for a really long time. So hoping to get to that in 2023. I think it's like a mafia, like Hades and Persephone sort of retelling deal. But don't quote me on that because, again, I have not read the summary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's really just a guess. <laughs> Yeah, like it's really just a guess. So hoping to get to that as well. Um, And then I want to read all of Candy Steiner's books. We've been saying that forever, but I am hoping to read Love Letter to Whiskey by the before the end of the year and then start off with that um, football series in January before she comes on the podcast. So those are those are my um my remaining books that I had on my list. I think those are all good ones. You know, I'm definitely pro Candy Steiner. So I can't wait. I actually I'm doing my top 10 countdown. And I just did number four last night, which was a love letter to whiskey. And the amount of people that comment and say, I'm going to read this. now, I'm going to read this now. Like it makes me so happy. Because I just it is just my life's mission to make everyone read this book. It is so good. If you read it and don't like it, definitely don't tell me. But I'm so excited for you to read it. I'm, I'm really excited. About I it. never want to know. Yeah, don't Seriously. Tell me. I am excited for that one. Um, and I mean that's like my my Christmas gift to Emily is that I'm reading that book. So thank you. Merry Christmas to me. Welcome. All right. Let's get into our anticipated releases for 2023. So these are books that we really are looking forward to that are releasing at some point in 2023. And I'm sure we will add more to this list as the year goes on. And we hear more about releases that just weren't on our radar. Our reindeer. Um, But anyway, (laughs) I don't know how this happens. Um, Yeah. 
And as always, anytime we talk about a lot of books or, um, you know, do lists or something, we'll put this all together and do a post over on our Instagram so you can see kind of releases that are coming up. I love those posts. Those are some of my favorite posts when people do releases. I am going to do one over on my personal page, I think, of like books that I think they're so helpful. Like I just I think they're so helpful. I love when people do it. So we'll put a list together. So as always, if you're driving, put the pen and paper down. <laughs> so. For sure. Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll just start in January. The first one coming out in January that I know is on both of our lists is A Long Time Coming by Megan Quinn. Um, that comes out early January, and that is the third book um, in – in the Kane Brothers series. In the Kane Brothers series. It's about Breaker. I'm so, so excited. It is based on, so I don't know if you know this, but books one and two, it's based on Pretty Woman. And then the second one, I believe, is Two Weeks Notice. And this one is My Best Friend's Wedding. So I am so, so excited about this. Yeah, I am, have only seen Pretty Woman out of those movies. I'm not a huge movie girl, but... Um, Emily, when Megan told us this, Emily like shit her pants. So I think it's really <laughs> cool also. Um, and I'm so excited for that. But in all seriousness, I, this series has been laugh out loud funny. Probably one of the funniest series that I've ever read in my life. They're steamy. They are a little bit longer, but I think that's fine. And I'm really excited for Breaker's book because he is like the golden retriever brother from what Megan has said. And I am, I love a golden retriever male character. So I'm so excited for this one. And I have good feelings that he's going to be my favorite of the Kane brothers, but I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to do that, but also excited for that. And then, um, uh, on January 31st, we actually have two really exciting releases. Wait, real so, quick. I just – I want to correct myself. Oh, so go ahead. A Not So Meet Cute is the Kane Brothers one. That's based on Pretty Woman. And then So Not Meant to Be, that's the second Kane Brother. That's based on When Harry Met Sally, Not Two Weeks Notice. And then book three, A Long Time Coming, Ooh. that is My Best Friend's Wedding, um, which was with Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz and everything like that. So I just wanted to correct myself. It's Not Two Weeks Notice. It's When Harry Met Sally. Okay. That's fair. I have not seen that either. Um, oh my god! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um. Anyways, January thirty first is going to be a very exciting day for Emily and I because Jasper Vale by Jenny <gasps> Perry comes out, and that is the fourth book in the Eden series. Um, and you all know how much we love the Eden, so we're so excited for that. And also on January thirty first. Final Offer by Lauren Asher comes out. And Emily and I read The Fine Print in Terms and Conditions this year. Mm -hmm. Um, We both really enjoyed The Fine Print. Didn't love Terms and Conditions as much. A little bit of a mess. Um, So, but we're still really excited for Final Offer to come out because I think out of all of the brothers, Cal too is more of like the golden retriever. Like he's nicer. Like I think Declan and Rowan were really like tough and like they were like brooding billionaires where as Cal seems to be a little bit like nicer chiller funnier so I'm excited for that one I just want to say just real quick I'm so proud of you for remembering all of the brothers names 
I'm. I literally was just singing to myself. I don't fucking know if this is right. No, I think they are. I don't remember them, but I am so. Let's just pretend. I'm so proud of you. But I oh, totally agree you. with Megan Quinn and Lauren Asher. They're saving the best brothers for last. I think that Cal okay. and Breaker are going to be our favorite of the the two series. So I'm excited. Um, I will say I did really like. I liked all of the brothers in the Kane Brothers series for different reasons. Like, I think JP was, like, so fucking funny. And then <laughs> I can't remember the guy Huxley. in a long time. No. Oh. Huxley. Huxley was yeah. uh, a not-so-meet-cute. A not-so-meet-cute. Yes. Yeah. And he was definitely more of, like, big brother. Guy. Like, you know, the man in charge. And then JP yeah. was so not meant to be. And he w- they were both so funny. I just love both yeah. of those books so much. I agree. Agree. Okay, let's go. Um, what do you have on your list for February? So for February, I have Secretly Yours by um, Tessa Bailey. Ooh. And Jess and I were both lucky enough to receive an arc of this book. And we read it prior to talking to Tessa because we wanted to chat with her about that. But I think everyone's really going to like Secretly Yours. You're going to listen to us talk about this more in the Tessa episode. So I'm not going to go too much into detail. But definitely mark your calendars. That one is at least going to be a duology. Um, she has like a spit, like a interconnected, I guess, book following up about other characters mentioned in Secretly Yours, which is also on our list. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, say I didn't put Secretly Yours on my anticipated releases just because I've already read it. But if I hadn't, it would probably be at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, and when I say I love this book, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I, I, I loved it so much and I'm really excited for everybody else to read it. Um, and I'm not going to hype it up too much, even though I want to, because <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I don't want people to get mad at me and be like, Rainbow by Jess is a fucking liar. But like, when I say I love this book, like I did. She, anyway, she loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Also and coming out in February is Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score. Emily and I both read Things We Never Got Over this year, and it was on our top reads of the year um, for both of us. So super excited. This is like the sequel to that, but I don't think I don't know yet if it can be read as a standalone or if you have to read them in um in order. Do you know him? Um, Probably a standalone. I think that they're going to be like, yeah, they could be read as standalones. I think they're, again, they're interconnected. I know that for sure. And I know that there's going to be a third book too. And so I think they're all going to be about a different couple. So I think they're all going to be interconnected standalones. Like we were saying though, I think that it is going to be just like an interconnected standalone. So you could read it by itself, but don't recommend it. Things that we never get out things that things we never get over was pretty high on my top 10 of the year and just loved that too was that on your top top 10 yeah it was in my top 10 i think it was number seven which is relative because like all of the books on there were five stars right take it as you will um but i recommend reading things we never got over so so good i love lucy score she's definitely one of again new to me author in 2022 so that's on my list as well um let's see what what comes next? What do I got coming out in March? I don't have anything in March or April. Oh, I have A Game of Malice and Greed. So this is by the same authors of um, Zodiac Academy. So Susan Valenti and Caroline Peckham. 
So I have really, really high expectations because, as you guys know, Zodiac Academy was my favorite read of 2022. Yeah. So I have actually no idea what this one is about either. I'm assuming that it probably <laughs> is a little bit fantasy because I think all their books are fantasy. Um, but I don't even need to know. I have high expectations and I really feel like they're going to deliver. They have a lot of books out. I just know that a lot of their storylines are reverse harem. And like I've mentioned before, that's just like not my favorite like trope or I don't know, not my favorite. So I try and read their books that don't have that. And a game of malice and greed is not going to be reverse harem. So excited about that. And that comes out in March. As, as long as they don't push it back, that comes out in March. Oh, God. <laughs> That's exciting. Okay. I have – do you have anything in April? Because my next are in Yes. Me. Yeah. I have Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Is that how you say her last name? Abby Jimenez mm-hmm. um, comes out on April 11th. Again, surprisingly, no idea what this one is about, but I really like her Friend Zone um, series and the Happy Happily Ever Ever. Oh my God. What is happening? Oh We're like not doing well. <laughs> What is the I'm whole sorry world? if this episode sucks because we are very much just fucking our life is in shambles. Literally, I am just butchering simple words. I really like her That's friend okay. zone series. I'll leave it at that. So I'm excited for yours truly. And now I'm just going to fuck off. There you go. Thank God. Yeah. All right. Fuck right off. And I'm going to fuck right off into May, which two very anticipated releases are coming out in May. Um, I don't have the exact date for this one, but Happy Place by Emily Henry is coming out in May. Um, and if you are new here, you know that Emily or you don't know. Okay. If you've been here for a while, <laughs> you know that Emily... Uh, um is not a fan of emily um she could do without her um i am like hit or miss i really disliked book lovers um but i liked people we meet on vacation in beach read and i am going to give happy place a shot so i'm excited for this one um and then the other one coming out in may is meet me at the lake by carly fortune um this one comes out on may 2nd and this is i mean i think carly had the book of the summer in 2022 with every summer after it was on my top reads of the year i really enjoyed it um and so i'm excited to to read beat me at the lake and just judging by what carly said about it i think it might be even better than every summer after so super excited for those two yeah like she said just to recap emily henry that wasn't even on my list i didn't know she had a new book coming out i could do without her um meet me at the lake is on my list and jess i don't know if you know this so you know how every summer after was very similar to love and other words kind of just like Mm -hmm. the same i don't know the same kind of vibes and and storyline so meet me at the lake from what I've heard, is very reminiscent of November 9th. And so knowing your love for November 9th, I think Meet Me at the Lake is going to be like definitely a, a five-star hit for you, unless you like compare it to it and you're like, I hate this. But from what I've we'll heard, see. yeah, and what I've read. So that one's on my list too. I've really liked Carly Fortunes um, every summer after. I thought it was great, especially for a debut. I, and it was the book of the summer for certain. Um... So two books that I have on here, there's actually not a release date for them, but they are set to be released in 2023. So Magnolia Parks 3 um, is set to come out next year. We don't know when, but 
I'm sure that we'll definitely keep an eye out on Jess's Instagram and we'll just be stalking her website to see if there's ever a release date. Like, yeah. come ever. I'm sure there will be a release date. Ever. Ever. <laughs> but so far, no idea when that one's coming out, but I know that's going to be high on my list and Jess's. And the other one that is set to come out in 2023 is Zodiac Academy 9, which is going to be the last book of the series. So very emo about that. Um, but I think it's probably going to be within like the first quarter of 2023 because they did say they didn't want a long wait between eight and nine. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I so if it's if for in terms of Magnolia Parks, if it's anything like she released her first books, I think we could probably expect Magnolia Parks three in July and then Daisy Hates four in December. Um, I don't know if it'll be on like the same release cadence. A lot of authors do that. Um, Like Devney has been releasing Oh, my video went real south. Devney has been releasing her books on in the Eden series on a really similar cadence. So hopefully it is. And then we can all just like have the whole series. Yeah. I don't fucking know what I I'm saying. I think that would be great. If it's released in July, that's like a birthday present to me. So something to look forward to. I only have one book Happy left birth. on my list. Oh, I have two. Let's hear them. Mine are in June. So in June, um, the... Uh, second book in the Avine Mess series, which is by Tessa Bailey, is releasing Unfortunately Yours. So Secretly Yours comes out in February. Unfortunately Yours comes out in June. And they are the duology. There may be more books. Um, not sure on that yet, but I'm really excited for this one. I think this is like marriage of convenience slash fake marriage slash enemies to lovers. So I and the characters make an appearance in um, Secretly Yours. So and I really adored them. So I'm excited to get their full story and see that see how that plays out. And then the other book that is releasing in June that I'm excited for is Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. And I loved both um, The Love Hypothesis and Love on the Brain. So I am super excited for Love Theoretically. I know a lot of people had some qualms with Love on the Brain, Love on the Brain saying that it was super similar to The Love Hypothesis. Um, I, like I said before, don't remember books. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Um, No, I'm excited for Unfortunately Yours, the follow-up to Secretly Yours. Um, I think I'm actually going to like Unfortunately Yours more than Secretly Yours, just based on what we've learned about the character so far. I think it's going to be funnier. I love A Marriage of Convenience, and I also love Enemies to Lovers. So I'm really excited about that one. Um, and I did not have Allie Hazelwood's love theoretically on my list. Um, I really like the love hypothesis. That was five stars for me. I absolutely adored it, but I did, I have not read love on the brain because of just what everyone has said about it, but yeah. maybe eventually I'll get to it because I know you really liked it. So yeah, we'll see. I think, I think you remember books a little bit more than I do, but you still are kind of forgetful. So you might like it. That I think that was honestly my saving grace with it is that like I couldn't tell you what happened in right. the love hypothesis. Well, maybe now that I've put so much time between the two, like I've almost done myself yeah. a favor um, where they won't be so like carbon copies of each other. Right. But that's all I have. I think... 2023 is shaping up to be a really, really good reading year just with books that we didn't get to this year and books that 
are coming out next year. Um, I'm really excited. I I would gamble by saying that 2023 might be a better reading year than 2022 for me. I'm like being blinded yeah, by the sun. You're actually I don't know if just you sitting in like a black room right now. Like it looks like you're being I held literally... hostage with just like a lamp above your head. Sweating <laughs> back and forth. I'm sitting in my dining room today because I was like, there's more natural light in here because I have a big window and I was like, this will be perfect. But now like the sun is setting and it's like three o'clock. I don't fucking know what's happening. But um, how many books did you read this year, Em? Not that it matters, but um, and are you going to set a reading goal for 2023? Let me look and see what my count is right now. So as of right now, I've read 89 books this year. Um, and I will finish before I let go before the end of the year and probably try and squeeze in one more. So I'll probably end up with maybe 90 or 91 books this year. Um, my goal was 50. So I good job. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely surpassed my goal. Um, I'll probably set a goal for myself next year, anywhere from 50 to 100, maybe 75 since I, I went over 50 by so much, but we'll see. Yeah. Who knows what next year will bring for us or. Who knows? We'll see. That's fair. Yeah. What about you? I am right now. I'm at 117. Oh, my God. So, well, I don't have a life, so. Uh, (laughs) That's a lot of books. That's That's a lot of books. That is a lot of books. My goal of the year was 100 books. Last year, it was 50. So, I think I'm going to stay at 100 just because I feel like it's more attainable. And I feel like um, I never feel like I'm rushing to like meet my book goal, but I don't want to like disappoint myself and not meet it. And I feel like if I set it to like 150 right. or like 120, I would be too stressed. So I think I- I'm comfortable like keeping it at 100, but we'll see if I hit it. I hit it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I think once you start trying to like reach a goal, it almost becomes like a job and we don't want that. We don't like jobs, so... Yeah, we don't even want the jobs we have. No, I I don't even want to go back to work. Just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. We're blessed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sick thinking about going to work next week. Yeah, honestly, same. Do you have... um, Are you doing, like, New Year's resolution? I don't really do those for real life. Yeah, so Tim and I... I think we mentioned this, maybe. I don't know. We're pretty lame on New Year's for the past... I think four years we stay in and I just make like sauerkraut and kibasi, you know, pork chops and we just watch movies. And then um, when the ball drops, you know, kiss each other. Happy New Year. And then we usually go to bed. But we do do New Year's resolutions, but we don't tell them to each other. So since we started dating, we write down on pieces of paper everything we want to happen. That They're not even resolutions. They're kind of wishes for the year, you know, what we want to happen. Yeah. Um, and then we open them on New Year's Eve. So on New Year's Eve, we'll open everything that we wished for in 2022 and we'll tell each other then and see what came true or I don't know. And then we will write the ones for 2023. So that's kind of our tradition. I actually have the envelope sitting right under the tree. So we'll do that. Aw. Yeah. I love that. I think that's a great tradition. Maybe I'll do that this year. Yeah. What are you guys doing? You know, nothing. We yeah. are also very lame. We're very much homebodies. Like I would never, you would never catch me in like a bar no. or honestly, like even out to dinner never. on <laughs> any night where the population is going to be outside. <laughs> So we are going to stay at home. We'll probably cook a nice dinner um, and, 
Yeah. Devin, usually my husband is a very early sleeper. Um, so he usually falls asleep before the ball drops. And then I wake <laughs> him up and be like, kiss me. It's the new year. And then he goes back to sleep. <laughs> do you guys do so, the traditional New Year's dinner? Like, do you do the sauerkraut and everything or not really? No, no. We, my grandma, when we used to, so like you all probably have heard, we are from Pittsburgh. The majority of our family lives in Pittsburgh still. Um, and when we were back home, we would go to my grandma's for dinner and she was like the big, like, you have to have the black eyed peas. You have to eat pork, like all of that. Um, but no, we don't really do anything. We just kind of make whatever's good, yeah. whatever we're in the mood for, or we'll get takeout. Ooh, Thai food. Yeah. Yummy. Or that Mexican place that you guys have. That's Ooh, really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys have the best food. No, that sounds fun. You, that sounds Yeah. So um let us know what you all are doing for the new year. I love to hear New Year's plans. Um, but I think before we sign off, I just want to reiterate kind of how crazy this year has been for both Emily and I, like in terms of like the podcast and like our like our friendship yeah. like we went from zero to a hundred like <laughs> looking did. back on the year I'm just like we started talking to each other again probably and again for the first time really in like February January and like now like she is my best friend and I feel like I don't know if I could do life without her like we talk every day <laughs> um and it's just been like so fun to kind of build that friendship and then also like work on this podcast together and just meet new people and meet authors and read books and do a bunch of crazy shit. So, so thankful for Emily. So thankful for you all. And I'm excited to see what's in store for 2023. Yes. I want to reiterate that 2022 has been a crazy year. It's been a hard year for me and I honestly could not have gotten through a lot of the things without Jess. She's just been such a a bright spot in my life. I don't know how like I honestly got through like anything before Jess. She's she's now seriously one of my favorite people, my best friend, and I know that we're going to do such fun and amazing things together and I cannot wait to see what 2023 brings for both of us individually and together. And we are so thankful you guys for listening to this and like giving us a reason to sit and stare at each other for over an hour (laughs) at least every week. So thankful for you, Jess and Devin. Honestly, you both are amazing. I'm thankful for our friendship and I'm excited for 2023. Aww, that's the nicest we've ever been to each other. Normally we're just like, shut up, (laughs) fuck you. Yeah, okay, let's get off of this shit now. Honestly, I almost teared up. I'm not even a crier. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. Anyways, um, we wish you all the happiest of happy New Year's. Um, Hope you all had a great holiday and we'll see you next year, honey. Yeah. Stay safe out there if you're going out for New Year's. Um, But we will see you next year. Bye. See you later. Hey everyone, it's Jess and I am editing the podcast. If you couldn't tell, this episode, Em and I were a little bit scatterbrained, so we of course forgot to do bookmarked. So I am coming at you with this week's bookmarked. And the question is, which book releasing on January 10th are Emily and Jess both super excited for? 
slide into our DMs over on Friends with Books Pod. Let us know the answer. Again, what book is releasing on January 10th that we can't wait to read? Thanks! Thanks!